The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. When the Facts Change is brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network, in partnership with Kiwi Bank, the bank for Kiwi looking to get ahead in business and in life, a bank that delivers expertise and banking know-how, smart advice for business owners wanting to invest, grow their business or diversify, a bank that adapts with technology through the lens of its people and customers, that is a bank with heart that is driven by its purpose, Kiwi making Kiwi better off. So it's the summer. And I thought I'd pick out three moments in which the world shifted on its axis for me. Three moments where I learnt about some huge changes going on in tax, climate change and insurance. The three moments of 2023. So I was sitting at the back of a quite hot and stuffy conference centre on September the 20th this year, trying to stay awake, listening to a panel about climate change. This year, in many ways, has been dominated by not just the climate change events we've all seen, starting, of course, with Cyclone Gabrielle, but the absolutely frightening rise in global air and sea temperatures this year. We've hit an inflection point. We actually just broke the planet. In many ways, it's quite hard to stay motivated and to stay positive when you can see how quickly the climate is changing, how damaging these events are, and what might happen next, particularly in the wake of the election results and the rollout of a bunch of policies which appear to be unlikely to even address some of the issues that uh, crop up because of climate change. So in this moment, trying to stay awake, listening to this panel, suddenly someone seemed to put their finger on the button. Someone who addressed the fears in the room and managed to put a positive spin on it, but a positive and strong call to action. It was from Rod Carr. We forget sometimes that we have some public servants who are actually deeply connected to what's going on in the real world, not afraid to say things in public. And when they have some protection, as the Climate Commission does as an independent body, they really can say some things that need to be said. And on that afternoon, Rod Carr was in a mood to say some things directly. Have a listen. It certainly woke me up. Change that is upon us is an enormous opportunity for New Zealand. I don't know that it's a great opportunity for some other countries, but for this country, those who now deny, delay, obfuscate and procrastinate are denying those opportunities for us. And they need to be called out that the reality of the energy transition 
is it is in our own self-interest to decarbonise energy production and use. The reality of the transport transition is that even battery electric cars, if only used 4% of the time, are an enormous drain on the planet's resources that is unnecessary. That the transition and transport through mode shift is in our own self-interest, whatever China or India do. That the transition in the built environment to make our cities more affordable to live in in a changed climate is in our own self-interest. We live in these cities. And in agriculture, if we do not figure out how to produce milk and meat protein with much smaller environmental impacts, the countries that can afford to buy our product will choose not to. And we cannot supply the developing world our products at a dirty discount given our cost structure. It is in our own self-interest to figure out how to produce the products and the services, the markets that we can access that can afford to pay us will want to buy by the middle of this century. It is about opportunities. It is not just about obligations. It's not about the onerous burdens imposed on us for others. It is not about the obligations to our unborn children, although those are real too. These are our opportunities for us to seize now. Stand up to those who are in the way. 30% of the under 30s in the UK eat red meat rarely, if ever. Changing consumer preferences, alternative technologies, foreign regulators will shape the markets that we can sell into. And the Northern Hemisphere is not confused about climate. They're living with it. And I think one of the interesting challenges is the sort of framing between individual choice and responsibility and the institutional arrangements that preclude individuals from choosing, cho choosing that the fossil fuel industry actually set about and quite effectively managed to say, nothing to see here, it's all about your choice. You're, you're, you're responsible for your emissions. You're responsible for the car you drive. You're responsible for the fossil gas you burn. You're responsible for coal in your hearth. And in that way, kind of obfuscate the truth of the fact that many of us as consumers are locked into institutions and arrangements in which we feel we have limited choice. And that has been true in the past. The emerging technologies that are now available do empower us to choose. And the interesting challenge is when people who have the money choose not to spend it on high emitting activities that they can afford, when the powerful who can buy convenience at the cost to the planet choose not to exercise that power and affluence, then we will begin to see the behaviour change in houses, households, communities and in the boardroom. But where the rich and the powerful and the affluent can still buy the convenience at the expense of the planet, the burden that falls on those who have no choice is incredibly debilitating on the conversation we need to have. And you can see that replicated across the discussion about what modes of transport are available to who. And the reality is that if those who are affluent choose not to take up the new low emitting technologies, but rather use their affluence to continue with the purchase of high emitting 
single-person transport, we're a long way from anything that resembles a just transition. So for young people in particular, who you choose to work for is a serious point of leverage over businesses. Rod Carr there, the chair of the Climate Commission. Now, well after this conference, he went on to deliver his advice to the incoming government about what it needed to do to reduce emissions. And that included encouraging people to cycle and walk more, using more public transport, investing in buses, and of course, pricing emissions from farms, none of which the new government is planning to do. But just listening to Rod Carr fired up everyone in that room that day. We face the most enormous challenge and almost by accident, our geography means that we are something of a climate refuge. We can do some things to make ourselves look better, deal with the climate better, but also be a place to help some others as the climate change wrecks the planet. When the Facts Change was brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network, together with KiwiBank. Visit kiwibank.co.nz to find out how KiwiBank are making Kiwi better off. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.